This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick. Um, how's your October going so far? It's going pretty good so far. It's like, it's been a nice, nice, well, surprisingly warm October considering where we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gliding down the rest of the year here. It's October, so you've got Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and, yeah. then, it, and then it's 2020. Yeah, and but also it's like I guess considering how warm this October is, it's like, it's like you can see we're all heading like straight into hell. Well, at least Californians are. Yes, because many of your there's probably a lot of the listeners out there that live in California. The rest of them have to deal with snow and ice already. What what what's that talking about? That's, what are these 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 cold things that you're mm-hmm. um, reference? Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and the white stuff on the ground. <laughs> what that that's that's like a like a like that's one of those like um, mythical fairy tales right uh, yeah well for californians it is so what do you have in store for us tonight oh i've got another fairy tale for you a fairy tale about how you yourself can become a god you know it's like how you can be like you know like like awesome it's like and um it's like awesome and beloved and hated by fandom like for two years if you so so desire only i'm talking about a, only if it's a, with a capital g Yes, absolutely, sir, because that's how that's how things work in the world of the wicked and the divine, which is a series that I've been following for like the last last four years from Kieran Guilin and Jimmy McKelvey and their friends. Now, it's like regular readers of this, it's like of the blog will know that I love um by Guilin so much. I mean, he's just like like the worst he can be is is boring the best it can be is awe-inspired inspiring it's like and um i've and then, hey, i even talked about him like a lot in like a couple, couple about a month or so ago when i talked about his wrap-up to um his run on on star wars well now i'm talking about the wrap-up to is um like what what he and um mckelvey probably considered their signature creative series because while they um both broke into the industry with um phonogram um Rue britannia and its follow-ups, um, it's like ah, was there's the Material Girl. It's like and the the second one, which I can't remember off the top of my head, because I'm a horrible fucking person. God damn it! Oh, the Singles Club. That's what it was. And like, oh god, that was so so great. Just kind of like kind of Pulp Fiction, only with only set to like a really really rocking club beat. It's like and um. And with one shots, with one shot stories that like told their own stories that like tied into, like, like a, uh, like an interconnected tale, and um, it's like, and, oh god, that was so great. And so when those of these guys said, hey, yo, it's like we're gonna do, go and do um, Young Avengers for Marvel, and it's like, fuck yeah, man, I'm there. And they said, hey, we're doing um, like another volume of Phonogram, the Immaterial Girl. It's like, yes, this is even better. And then they said, oh, no, no, wait. We're going to do like this new series called The Wicked and the Divine about gods who are pop stars. And I'm like, wait, why aren't you doing like this third volume of Phonogram like right now? It's like, oh. But The Wicked and the Divine turned out to be like really entertaining. It's like a, it's like it, it's, it's, it married on um, like Guylan's like like incredible, incredible way with words his his witticism his witticisms his knack for long term plotting it's like his it's like it, and his like it's like his just like in, individual style it's like and um, McKelvey's like 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 gift for like um like like 
like really convincing body language. It's like and like innovative layouts. It's like I. It's like I mean, like it's like I really like the series from the like you know from from the start. I mean, like maybe I didn't like I wasn't quite as on board as with it as, as it was like their other stuff, but um these but these but um the first two volumes um the Fa- the faust act and pandemonium were, were great um introductions to the series to the series um like overall goal which and it focused on um one character um laura who was just like a, like an ordinary girl who was caught up in the um current wor- whirlwind of um the, the resurrection of gods which is something that has happened like throughout um, history, like in this world, for like every nine, 90 years, it's like and now, it's like in like the year of our Lord twenty fourteen, like it's happening again, and they've got like superstars like like Bale, it's like like Sakbet, like Amaterasu, and Lucifer, fucking Lucifer, man, who um, like who is this um, who is this gloriously andro- androgynous girl who um is like it's like who is like trying to be like, you know, like as like like as evil and sadistic as, as she can. And how um it's like how how um Laura connects with how Laura connects with her in the in this in the initial issues. And then we find out that, oh well Laura, Lucifer may have actually killed the judge in the middle of a uh, in the middle of a trial. <laughs> That's interesting. It's like and things kinda go like slowly downhill for these characters as well because it's like when you because even though like these these gods are because these gods are pop stars and you know pop stars like inherently um attract drama like along with them whether it's like sexual drama whether it's legal drama whether it's like hey you know it's like you're it's like you're fucking with my best friend like kind of drama it's like it's like it's kind of it's kind of cra- crazy and all and it's like and you know the first two volumes, the Faust deck and Pandemonium, like set up like use Laura as it's a nice point of view character, while suggesting that she can be something more, and then eventually delivering on that at the very end, setting up setting up things for um for plot plot developments on the road. Then you've got the subsequent volumes, um, commercial suicide and rising action, commercial suicide being a cute and clever um name for a like for for the arc where they got where where Gylan, um recruited um like five like five um friendly artists to do um stories following other gods like in like in the series universe it's like as well as doing a remix issue with um art previously done by McKelvey and it's um it's like it's like and it's but this is all I mean essentially it's like this is all done to cover the fact that they were doing um the third volume of phonogram. Yay. Um it's like while it's like while the series ought to keep the momentum of the series going. And it was and they and rereading the series, it's like, you know, it's like I can appreciate this this third volume for for how you know, it's like not just to give like, you know, like a spotlight to some really talent, talented artists, like say it's like, you know, from the likes of um like from the likes of like like Kate Brown, Tulote, and the disgraced um, Brandon Graham, it's like, it's like it's, it's like it also like does a good job of like moving the story forward as well. I mean, it, yes, we get individual stories about like specific gods, like, and really, it's like rereading um like fucking Terra's, 
um, like storyline, I'm single issue here. It's kind of it's really interesting to see like you know how how it sets up stuff that's going on down the road, and then like the following volume, Rising Action, where McKelly returns, we get the uh, accessible mid mid series climax where we find out the um, elder god Ananke, who um, like who who sensibly um gave all the gods their powers. Well, it's like, you know, she's actually been the baddie all along, and now we're going to deal with her. Oh, and it turns out that Laura is actually um, Persephone, goddess of the un- underworld, also known as the Destroyer, and how she she's come back to, like, you know, settle things on her own terms. It's like, it's, it's like, it, like, it, like I said, this, it's like, it's solid. I mean, like, every volume of the series gets by on the fact that, that um, Gillen and McKelvey Guyland and McKelvey deliver a really solid um, surface. I mean, it, every every volume looks great, even when McKelvey's not illustrating it. As as with Volume Three, Commercial Suicide, it's like it still looks fantastic. And McKelvey has like really like just fantastic knowledge of composition and body language. That um, it's that his that his work looks gorgeous throughout, like throughout, and to the point where. His um like his new series um with um, Matt Wilson, um twenty, um, I want to say twenty twenty, but it's coming out twenty twenty. But it's a science fiction series, and um I am so in going for that because you know hey I can believe that he that he'll deliver a series that's you know, worth it just on the um looks looks alone. I mean he also did that on um Suburban Glamour, so you should go on and buy that too. So, but um like but. With um, rising action, like I mean, that's like the mid-series climax, and it leads in, and um, and with um, the um, bad, with the main antagonist defeated, hey, you know, it's like, what can we do? What are the gods left to do? Whatever they want, and um, you know, it's like I, I also want to probably mention that you know all the other gods that are around here. I mean, there's Bale, like not um, like evil, like fire, fire god who's sacrificing children. But um, like Bale Hammond, the um, like Thunder God, of course, and um, it's like it's like a Nurgle God of the Underworld locked into a um, domestic, it's like domestic, like domestic spiral of awful, awfulness with it's like with um, other other Underworld God, the more the more again, or um, dense dense Hall floor God Dio, which you know I guess I should probably just take it take this time now to say that you know, I love Dio. In the sense that you know, like, hey, he's the kind of guy who wants to make everyone happy. I mean, even at the expense of himself. How we were first introduced to him, like you know, like giving everyone like a dance, like the dance hall floor of their lives in their minds, and um, he's great, and I love him. And even when he like you know goes brain dead, I I'm like, oh, that's awful. But at the same time, though, it's like you know, he's Dio, and I think like you know, I want I wanted the story that established where like, he gave us like some kind of dance floor that involved like this killer medley of like man on the silver mountain um it's like um holy diver last in line it's like rainbow in the dark strange highways lock up the wolves come on guys you, you know where i'm going here like when you say i could like yeah i care who's nicknamed dio here it's like there's only one way it's like that, that i can go here and um it's like and it's like and all and all the other characters are here. I mean, even like like awful shithead god um, Woden. It's like who um, is like who is like 
this way as being violently mis- misogynist and having a fetish for Asian girls. Like, yeah, he's, he's an awful person, but you know, it's like, it's kind of like entertaining in the sense that he's completely unrepentant about that. I mean, how do you, I mean, how often do we see that? It's like that, that kind of thing. It's like in, like in the world these days and seeing Persephone, you know, like um, take him to task, like in the first part of um, Imperial phase volume one in volume five, it's like, that's, that was pretty cool. As is, you know, um, Persephone's like ongoing relationship with like Cassandra, um, leader of the Norns, who um, starts off as like the kind of um, journalist who is like thinks all this like um, god stuff is like bullshit until she finds out that the um, that the gods are are actually real and that she's one of them and now she's trying to um, like convince everyone that yo yes sure like the gods are terrible and I'm one of them but you know it's like we've but you know you get to keep thinking for your, for yourselves and all it's like and it just goes terrible for her <laughs> so. But, um, but, but then you get, but that's kind of like the, uh, the, the thrust of the, um, Imperial phase, like the third act on volumes, it's like volumes on five and six, where like, you know, where they think the characters think they're rid of, um, a non-case manipulations, but well, it's like, turns out there's something called the great darkness, which is coming for them. And they got to find a way to, uh, to deal with that. And well, it's like you know they tr- they try to do that, but these are really a bunch of characters who, um, more than anything else, love to just you know like be completely self-absorbed in their own drama and then just fuck around, you know, as in like you know have sex with each other. It's like on like without like without a care in the in the care of the world and trying to so- trying to find out the uh, like the uh, the problems with this. Uh, Great darkness. Well, it goes about as well as you'd expect, and um, really, um, rereading this, I you know, seeing the the bits in um volume in like, especially the bits with Woden because there's a bit there's a big reveal about his character in volume. It's like in um in volume six, Imperial Phase Part Two, where you find out that oh wait, he's not the person you think he is. Because, hey, you know, anyone can be a kid. Really. And um, this awful guy just, you know, makes you, make you realize that, hey, his awfulness makes a lot more sense when he, um, when it's um, put, put on, when it's um, laid out for everyone to to acknowledge. So, so that's, I mean, so that, that was great. As was the fact that, hey, you know, it's like the youngest god, Minerva, goddess of wisdom, hey, she's got lots of secrets of herself. In fact, she's really not the god you thought she was um, before th- before things happened. And hey, it turns out that, you know, as cruel and manipulative as you think that Gylan, um is in terms of, like, killing off, like, you know, like, likable characters, well, it turns out, you know, he's not as evil as you thought. And, um... Like we find that out at the end of um, Imperial Phase Part Two, and then we get to Mothering Invention Volume Seven, where we finally find out what Anake's deal was and why you know she was big on killing every all these gods over the course course of the years. In fact, it's like it's it's all comes down to like you know being part of a story, and um, it's like and um, Mothering Invention is great in the sense that. Well, okay, rereading it, like, you know, it's like, 
like from front rereading the series from front to back, there was just like so much stuff that makes so much more sense. I mean, just looking at um, you know, like um, Bale's like Stephen saying he's willing he's willing to make the hard choices. It's like or like anything that anything that Woden says, like really, it's like, and then um, and as well as anything that Anake or Minerva have to say, say too. It's like, but it's, but like you know, there's it's but the series is like the. But um, Gallen just showed that he that he he knew how to play the long game here, really with um mothering invention, and even though it's like he gives away a lot of answers in this um this volume, well it turns out that he even had more to give away in the final volume. Okay, and um, but I don't want to um, like um, skip over um, old is the new new, which is a collection of the uh, of the one shots. And the uh, the funnies um, comedy special, because like hey, if you read if you read the uh, the series like in um, reading order as he recommends, it's like it's uh, it's like it, yeah, it's like it actually like sets up a lot of inter- interesting stuff here. It's like especially with um, what how Lucifer um, scours Anake's it's like Anake's body in the thirteen uh, hundred special. It's like and also it's like I will admit that I was completely blown away by the fact that I did not get the get the fact that um that um Nurgle or Cameron it's like um was it's like that was actually riding in a car with um it's like with, with Dio it's like in the uh it's like it's like in like in the uh winter in the Christmas special until I had reread it right now and I realized holy shit that that's him. He doesn't look anything like Dio in in the comics, but wow, it's like that's him right there, isn't it? God damn it! So, and that actually makes a lot. More, it actually helps the, their like um, Cameron's actions, Cameron or Nurgle's actions towards um, Dio in the final volume make a lot more sense. And you know, it's like this that final volume, okay? Which I guess the you know, what I'm talking about right now has all been leading towards. It's like, well, it's like, it starts off with, you know, it's like with, it's like with Bale believing that, um, that Minerva is like, it's like telling him like, Hey, you know, you've got to um, kill all these people in this final concert you're doing in the O2, um, like concert team in London, because otherwise like the great darkness is going to kill everyone. And well, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's. That's okay. That's not true, but it's kind of true from a certain perspective. And, um, but it also, um, but really it's like coming down to it is, um, is Laura who, um, is, who, um, has divested herself of her godhood, but at the same time, not divested herself because she's finally figured out what the real, um, game of this like of this thing is, and she's going to let everyone else know about it. And this, it's like, it's like some really exceptional long-term plotting here, and it works. But I guess you know, it's like, and I think okay is a great ending to the series. You know, from from a mega from a mega happy perspective, everyone, okay everyone we want to uh to to succeed does 
well, okay, it's like, uh, yeah, okay, I'll just leave it at that. And um, they took, and we get like this this epilogue that kind of like, like lets us know that hey, everything turned out all right in the end. It's okay, everyone. It's good. It's like it's it's like you know for all the uh, all the drama and awfulness that transpired beforehand. It's like everything everything was fine. And and in the end, like, when we um finally get the ultimate secret behind Godhood in this series, it's like. It's a, uh, it's kind of a, uh, hey, you know, the magic was inside you all along. And, okay, that's, that's fine. And, you know, it's like, it does kind of, you know, does kind of like turn towards, like, the kind of simplistic, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, we've got to be better than them sentiment that we got from, from God's ending in Star Wars. So, but I guess my biggest problem with okay, you know, from a storytelling perspective, I mean, is is that um, when we get to like the penultimate issue, like the the, the cliffhanger like ending we are presented with at the end of forty three, um, we see as one of the characters basically saying, "Hey, fuck no, I'm not going to conform to this ending. I'm going to do things my way," and I'm thinking like, yeah, "Okay, where are we going with this?" Oh, well, well we're not going a thing. Interesting. We're just—it's just like the uh, the last minute um, surprise before things turn turn out all right. And so I'm I'm left wondering, feeling that you know there is a um, there's an ending to the series that is far far darker than what we got. One where this character rebelled, killed everyone, murdered all the uh, the people involved. And, um, you know, just kind of, like, rebuilt herself. It's like this kind of, like, you know, like, rebuilt the narrative to, to serve her more than anything else. I'm kind of, like, left thinking of how um, the third volume, how Alan Moore's Miracle Man ended with, um, it's like, with Miracle Man just basically um, building paradise on Earth for everyone who was interested. And then um, just left wondering by the, wondering and um, depressed by the fact that the, the one person he truly loved wasn't um, invested in um, by taking part in it. You know, it's like, that's... I mean, I don't know how, like, you know, I'm making this connection. I mean, Gillen has, a, has, has, a, has expressed his appreciation for, for Alan Moore's work, and, um, but, you know, it's like, I... But, you know, it's like, that the way Miracle Man ended, like at volume three, you know, like not what, um, not, not at, with Moore's story, not what gaming has planned and has done. Um, it's, I, it's like, I just think that, you know, it's like, there's, I was like, there's, there's something like, you know, more interesting here. It's like, and you know, it's like, if I ever see, if I ever get the chance to like talk to, to Guylan, I mean, and he, and like, you know, he shows up at, um, at like he, at comic con, to talk about something. I mean, I've seen panels with him, and I kind of want to ask him, like, I do want to ask him, like, yeah, you know, it's like, I, I liked your ending, sure, Kieran, but you know, it's like, I want to know, like, is there an in, a version of the story where this character ran away with it? I, I want to know that, and I've got you know to find a way to um talk to him about to ask him this without without like you know finding way, without phrasing in a way that hey, you know, it's like hey. 
Kikirin, like your ending sucked. It's like how did this? How about this one? So yeah, I've, yeah, that's 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 the way it is. But but you know, it's like, I don't think it sucked. I mean, it's just I think at the ending we got he puts in he puts in the work to make it to make it affecting, make it it's like and make it feel like it was like it was worth it. It's like so I think that um, the ending we got with volume nine okay. Like was definitely a good one. It's like I mean, as far as like you know, like endings like 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 series that have like you know whiffed the um the big finish. It's like um the Wicked and the Divine is not one of them. But um, I think its biggest failing is that it it kind of su- it is that in one moment it suggests a uh, an ending that was much more radical and um surprising than than the one we got. But still, the one we got was still was still pretty good. And it's also pretty good because it's one where Dio um, says, hey, you know, I'm not happily anything. And he says, I, I don't know where I got that from. It's like, you know, I think it was from Cam. And um, anyone who's in that, in that final volume, like, will let you know where he got that. And that just that, the magic of that moment, it's like, that makes it work. So, so the Wicked, the Wicked and the Divine, a great, Great series that, you know, like, they had a lot of, like, good long-form plotting. But more than anything else, like, even when it was, when it asked you to trust it, like, hey, trust me, this, 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 we're, we're going somewhere. Like, this is, we're going to make this work in the end. It still offered plenty of um, style of, and wittiness to, like, to keep you involved, it's like, as, like, as you got to that point. So, so, yeah, it's like, Chances are you'll probably hear me talk about this series again. It's like when it comes time to talk about the best of best of 2019. But yeah, that's just me, John. Um, I don't know. You you got any um thing thoughts on your end about all this? Um, it's making the list of best of 2019. It's uh, you know it's like I would certainly love to hear like you know like nine more series that were better than this. Like you know, before the end of the year, but I don't think that's going to happen. But hey, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. You know. Hey, we're almost there, and that sounds pretty good to me. Do you know what you're going to be talking about next time? Oh, from like st- from like the, 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 the series that does like style over substance, like so sublimely well. We're going to a series that does like you know, like dick jokes, fart jokes, and even shit jokes. It's like even better than anything else because. It's like because by the time by the time I talk to you, but next time I should have the final volume of Prison School. It's the it's the dumbest best series like out there. Maybe maybe I'll just like put this at number one just because. Hey, fuck y'all. So there you go. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you next time on Comic Fix by the Glick. All right, later's.